Welcome to Dakota Grappler Live. Your source for wrestling in the Dakotas. We will bring you coach interviews, individual rankings and results. News at all levels. Great conversation, wrestling mindset, and more. Now here's your host, John Gums. Hey guys, welcome to Dakota Grappler Live. Another show here Wednesday night in February, the last month of the high school wrestling season. Got a special guest beside me, Century Head Wrestling Coach Nate Hooman, and of course, Bill Holton, my right-hand man on the far side. Well, we're going to talk a little bit of college wrestling tonight. We're going to talk some high school wrestling. Of course, we'll update you on anything happening COVID-wise. I'm hoping that we are on long enough that a couple of South Dakota coaches, if not one, will hop on and give us some updates down there. They have their South Dakota Coaches Association meeting tonight, so they have their own Zoom call for a while. But uh, basically, want to start out with this, Nate. How do you think your team's doing right now, or where are you heading with this last few weeks left of the season? Uh, I'm liking where we're at. Uh, last week we had a hard week. We had a hard week at, at training. We didn't have any competitions last week, and we're gonna now we're kind of in our peaking phase where we backed off a little bit. Want to peak for the Bismarck High Duel, and you know you think you're gonna have a regional tournament. That's not gonna happen anymore. But we'll have another hard week of practice next week, and then taper uh, one more time for the state tournament. Uh, we got some. Because we had a hard week of practice last week, and just I, we've been pretty lucky with kids being healthy and and, the, and all the skin issues and not being sick. We've been pretty lucky in that regard, but that's we're kind of getting bit by that a little bit this week. But ultimately, we're going to try to get everybody healed up and feeling better, and we'll have them in two weeks. That's the plan. So can't say that things are going great in that regard, but I mean at this point, everybody's dealing with something too, and we'll just do our best and go from there. But yeah, I'm happy with where we're at. Or, Kids are working hard. They're not complaining, and I think we're still getting better. So that's all you can ask for as a coach. Well, that's good because I tell you what—that's the one thing I've worried about most—is kind of the atmosphere in some coaches' rooms because because of not getting enough matches. Because guess what? My my week to week mentality when I was there is I could not wait for the weekend for those matches, and uh, looking forward to practice. Uh, was not was not as great, <laughs> you know. Those those desires to go to practice every week was was not so great. But you knew you could take that stuff you learned and, and use it. You know? I've been pretty happy. We got a lot of guys on our team that are hard workers, and you know, I'm a big drilling guy, and I I like to drill our guys, and we're just sharpening our skills, and we're trying to get better at those certain skills that I think and Coach Lamar thinks are going to be important come the end of the year. And our guys have took it in stride, and every day they add something new in with our drills or just constantly tinkering and stuff, you know, so hopefully it'll work out. So, so Bill, do you have any questions for Nate Rado? I got many I could get to, but I probably know some of Nate's answers. Yeah, I know that's, that's probably true. So um, Nate, explain to me where you think we're going to be sitting. So we're going to have all, all class, who's, who's all class A teams are going to be in the dual tournament. Uh, No. Top four. Qualifying is, is is still the same. Yep, qualifying. Okay, case, so just the top four, and yep. then they'll just see them from there. So you guys will be, you'll be the number two team out of the. Yeah, of the I mean, tomorrow's tomorrow's duel well, against Bismarck. You got to finish that one, but yeah. it. and then uh, we have two duels on Saturday with Wofford. We have a triangular with Wofford City and Wollaston. So and Wollaston, I mean, okay, yep. okay. So it'll be you, 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 and you and Bismarck will be battle that out tomorrow. Yep. Yep. Good. Well, yeah. How you feel going into that match? I'm excited. You know, it's one of those it's one of those duels where there's always a lot of a lot of energy, a lot of emotions and stuff like that going on. But uh, I've kind of been preaching to our guys this week and last week. Even uh, you know, there's Bismarck High and there's kind of 
uh, everybody else kind of seems like in the WDA, but I feel like we're the team that's been hunted as the top of the everybody else. And uh, we've just been the hunted team all year. So we're getting everybody's best shot. And so is Bismarck high, but we'll finally have a duel where we can be the, you know, we can be the hunters and we're hunting Bismarck high. So hopefully we can go out and, you know, wrestle hard with no pressure. We have nothing to lose tomorrow night at all. So this won't go out and win as many matches as you can. I've also talked a lot about, you know, everybody thinks you got to do something special when you're wrestling good guys or guys that are ranked higher than you. And I, I've been telling our kids this week, you know, that's really not the case. You beat good guys by wrestling hard for six minutes and doing the things you are good at really, really well. So hopefully we go out. Like I said, we've been working these drills that I think, you know, there's skills that are really important and hopefully we can put on a show tomorrow night with them. So. Yeah, that sounds great. That'd be, that's always a great duel. That'll be fun to, fun to see how that shakes out. And you guys yeah. will be battling. Yep. Well, here's a good question. Here's Tony Fugelberg. I tell you what, here's the exact thing. There are five teams going for four spots. Right now you got Bismarck and Century are the only possible teams to be one and two. Then the, there's three teams vying right now for that third and fourth place. Listen to this. Now, Jamestown's been on a roll. They have to face Legacy tomorrow night. The winner of that duel, like for an example, if, if Jamestown wins. They're the they, three. Then they're the three, and St. Mary's becomes the four. If Legacy wins, then Legacy St. Mary's, Mary's is the three. Correct? Yeah, St. Mary's becomes the three, and Legacy becomes the four. Oh, and so Jamestown—it's a very crucial duel. Jamestown in or out if they win that duel tomorrow night, and Legacy in or out. Uh, when, are you, when, when and you're in. When and yep. you're in. Yep. So that's that's a huge duel going the same time that we're at Bismarck High. And then St. Mary's just rotates between which depends which team wins. It's crazy to think that all four of those Bismarck schools could make it to the state tournament. That's pretty, that'd be, I mean, that's never happened before. No, that would be unbelievable for wrestling. I know St. Mary's, they had a crazy duel the other night and won, you know, the pin in the last match and they went crazy because they knew they'd at least solidify being in the top four, which is pretty cool for them. They have never been in the <laughs> duel before. So I'm going to congratulate Melmer and his boys for all the stuff they're doing there. Yeah, yeah, that's exciting. That'll be yeah. It's it's good when you get this time of the season and and these duels mean this much. You know, that's your guys' duel means a, a ton. Uh, difference being one or two, and and obviously that that duel here in Jamestown will be will be crucial. So it's fun to fun to see those duels uh, really matter this time of year. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of there's been a lot of parity in that you know two through about two through about let's see seven range anybody could beat anybody on any given night and that's kind of fun when you go and they know it's going to be a in the in the in the 30s or 40 to 28 or something like that and got you guys got to show up there's no gimme that's for sure yep well then seeding the individual i think i think that's going to be a battle now tell me how your seeding is going to happen for the regions and i know you're going to have a, a teleconference but who's all going to be involved now the latest that and this is the way I understood the last email that I read. <laughs> and when you're a teacher, you get 10,000 emails a day. So you paraphrase or you know, you them. But the last email I read, all the coaches are going to be in, all the WDA coaches are going to be in on the teleconference. So we put in our bylaws last year that there'd be three uh, coaches from each region that would get um, decided on to do the seating and they drive to Valley City and decided from there and they were supposed to know all the information for all the schools, but apparently that's out the window this year with the new situation and not having a regional tournament. It makes things a little less cut and dry. So 
So uh, looking at your own team now, I, I know you don't want to look too far ahead, but when are you and your coaches on your staff going to sit down and try to figure out where you're at? Oh, we've been talking about that for three weeks already. <laughs> oh, where do we need to be? What's that? You know, yeah. That that's the that's in my eyes the bad part about not having a regional tournament that hurts the most is you're already thinking about who you're wrestling and all these head to head and it's just it gets kind of silly to me. I wish the kids could I wish they'd have had the opportunity. I wish they'd have had the opportunity this year to just solve it or figure it out on the mat, you know. And, and I mean, even if yeah, I don't want to get go too far in the weeds, but even if yeah. Whatever. If we could have even had 15 or 20 matches to decide some of that stuff, it would have been. Well, one thing we have to stress is we can't underestimate what's happening in the East. Now, West traditionally is much stronger, but guess what? We can't lay on our laurels and, and think, guess what? We're facing somebody in the East. Going to have to take every match seriously, one match at a time, mm -hmm. and see what happens. Because my true feeling in the inside is I believe that in that round where you have eight versus one, so you get to that 16 place. So you're going one against eight. I definitely think in now, this is my belief. I don't want to put this on anyone else that the West will win more than the East, but that's, that's because of you no know, overall. So I don't want to put the people in the East down, but this it's an opportunity for an upset. If you would like to be the underdog and everything else, you got to look at that, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and it's, it's the, in those opening rounds this year, it's going to be really interesting to see with the 32 man bracket who can, I mean, I'm going to be, I'm going to be talking about it. The first Monday of the state wrestling tournament, all bonus points that first round. That's going to be big time. Yeah, I think that's that happens every year, right? That's what we're talking yeah. about. But this year, I think it's uh, – I Even can't more. imagine there's going to be a ton of matches that go six minutes in, in that. Nope. You know, I mean, I, and I, I can't speak for all Class A either, but I, I just – you know, I know how that could possibly – it could be – that round could go very fast. Well, I tell you what, Bismarck with 14 weight classes could have a – chance to to break the overall point record too that century holds from back when they had 13 weight classes that should be retired but but the old 290 points but uh there's a chance with that 13 with that 32 man bracket oh. an extra how i would say lisbon would have an, i would say lisbon would have a chance also yeah how close did west how close did west fargo get uh when they placed all 17 and two, i don't know two, if 260 okay boy i yeah that was a that was a that team, when I was in high school, and that team, I would believe I was a junior in high school, and they they had a returning state finalist who didn't even wrestle West Park, did Drew Johnson. I remember his name, oh. and they, they that was that was a team right there. If they if, if that <laughs> yeah, Bismarck High's got a really good team this year, but if that team if that team couldn't do it, holy cow! I mean, those I view those two teams as really really similar. What's interesting too is now they place to eight places. Back then they were placed to six. Also, yeah. So that was basically pin, 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 lots and having every person maximum point points was crazy. Yeah. But Did they, uh, wrestle, they didn't wrestle the seventh and eighth place match at all. Co correct. Correct. Okay. Yep. So that was, that wasn't for several years later that they had seventh and eighth even. And I, and this was before my time. Cause when I was, I remember, I remember they, well, it was between my seventh and eighth grade year, eighth and ninth grade year. Is when they took class A started placing top eight and class B started it and then class A adopted it. Is that kind added, of added it later? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Class A fought it for a long time because they had a lot of wrestlers that were sometimes extras. Sometimes, you know, they weren't filling all the same weight classes in class B. And, and it was kind of one of those competition things. The coaches thought going down to seventh and eighth was, was too, 
not good enough. You know, yeah. like they didn't place high enough in reality. But I think, you know, in reality, when coaches look back at it, they're going, guess what? It's, it's about the kids. And, and so, yeah, and if that, if that if, I mean, hopefully it's not, but if that's the reason, like, when your alternate sticks it out or when your extra guy sticks it out because they have a chance to place at the state tournament, I think it's, it's good to have. Oh, definitely. Definitely. So, Bill, what do you know what's happening up there? I know that uh, you know snowing. <laughs> yeah, snow. It's gonna get really cold. I was I was out kind of getting getting over all the animals ready for you know a few days of some some nasty weather here. So, um, so yeah, it's it's. But I'm I can't complain about this year's winter. That's for sure. So, how about Region um, Two results? Well, Region Two. Uh, the invitational the region, the region two, two invite. Yep, it's not a region two region two championship, but uh, <laughs> it looked a lot like a region two championship. Yeah. <laughs> it was very very similar. Uh, they kept team scores, and they they did name a couple of uh, senior, you know region two senior athletes, which were uh, Jace Horgan and and Tristan Lura. So you know, good luck to them at the at the at the state tournament and and in the the voting for for the uh, class B wrestler of the year, senior wrestler of the year, but they, um, yeah, it was a uh, Pembroke County North had a really good tournament. Uh, parent Carrington did not have a bad tournament. There was a, some other, some other good results. I, I think it's going to make for some very interesting, you know, state matchups. Uh, I have a feeling there's still lineups that aren't set, which is, you know, normally not the case the week after a regional <laughs> tournament, but um, so yeah, there could be some shakeups, I guess. Well, how not, about this? Not, and I don't know if there's any top kids that are still moving, but there's definitely kids that are moving in, in lineups. Well, they consider the dual tournament now a separate tournament on the yeah. third third day. So somebody well, they could, always did, even when it ran the same time. It, it well, it's separate tournament, but we couldn't weigh into two different weight classes. See now with the individual, oh, it's well, yeah, you only weighed in once, yeah, right. You only have a weigh in, then you'd match that. Now at, at this, it could be different on the last day where you could weigh in. For an example, you would be ineligible to wrestle if you didn't make weight, right? In in the other one, yep. And and so it's kind of interesting. Let's say you didn't make weight, you're still eligible in the duel. You could actually have them up a different weight class, right? Sure. Yeah, they could. Yeah, if they miss by, if they barely miss, they could still make it the next day. I, 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 and I don't know if I, if I, I wanted to ask the question if we, you know, we, if you have a deep enough team and you guy got a guy that gets hurt and you have to have your rosters turned in by a certain date, but if it's a separate tournament on a separate day, you could have a kid get hurt in an individual tournament. You know, knock on wood, hopefully nobody gets hurt. But could you insert somebody else into your, into your uh, dual tournament team? But I don't know mm -hmm. if we can answer to that question. Uh, how many? How on, in Class A, how many kids can you have on your dual tournament roster? So, like, well, we've kind of planned it out. You can have set. Well, you have your fourteen plus your three, plus three individual, and then you can have another fourteen plus three. So we always try to make it every year so that you have uh, three another set of three alternates on your dual team. So your three individual alternates generally, at least how we've done it the last couple of years, those kids are not on your dual roster. Oh, we try to get some other. That's just how we've done it. Now, that's not saying that we're going to do it every time. Sure. Try to get another set of three kids on the dual team that are one of your some of your better junior varsity guys, so they can get an experience of the state tournament or some guys that you think yep. are uh, uh, going to be on your varsity team next year. Yeah, I'll tell I was you what. Thinking, go ahead. Yeah, so we could have, we'll probably have twenty kids wrestling at the state tournament. Yep, we're a little deeper this year at a couple of places where we probably could at least a couple of them. Yeah. Yep. No. Definitely. 
you'd be surprised how many of those juniors and sophomores that are the extras are going to be some starters for your team and you're going to yep. need them. Oh, yeah, we know that. People don't realize Century's a little senior heavy, but not huge senior heavy, but they've only got one junior in the whole room. Yeah. And a ton of sophomores, ton of freshmen and eighth graders. So Century's going to have a team for a couple of years here. I'll tell you what, that should be pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Definitely. No, when I was looking around now, uh, seeing some other things. Now, I'm not a real big believer in in rankings, but if I look at seeds, I started to seed out Century a little bit myself, and I see in, in some very good places where at least they're an opposite of the number ones in the state. And, like, if, if they're the one, they're at least the three. Or... Or they're the six, you know, or something like that, where they're on the opposite sides and have opportunities. So yeah, the one, 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 three, one, three, and five from the WDA, one, three, five, and seven will be on the same side. Two, four, six, and eight will be on the opposite side. So that's the Rolodex that's already going through all the WDA's code, uh, WDA coaches' minds right now. I, at least it is ours. So. Really? We're not alone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would think that most, most coaches have already kind of strategized this, but usually this is like a Friday night in a hotel room with the other coaches to kind of see as many of those. Now it was the day after we were told there was not a regional tournament. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. Going on for, yeah. Hey, Bill, did you that. notice we're, we're ganging up on you? I yeah. did notice it, actually. I, I thought oh, about uh, saying something, but <laughs> but I did not. Here, I got one. <laughs> so, yeah, I I, uh, I did notice. I, I, I did. That's a pretty salty lineup there this year. Well, let's let's talk a little college right away. Why don't we? Uh, what have you, what did you think about some of the stuff that was going on this last week? I, I won't start this one off. Nate, did you watch Penn state Russell Northwestern? I little bit. And there. I watched the matches. I was in, I watched the matches I was interested in. I, I did watch the whole Illinois. Uh, I watched the whole Illinois, uh, Iowa duo and the whole, uh, Rutgers versus Ohio state duo. You know, so oh, entirety. yeah. Um, well, I guess I thought, the big one in that Northwestern and Penn State duel was everybody thought Siraki was a world beater, and he still might be, but he lost it. That was his first college loss. So. Yeah, it was his first college. Yeah, first college match. Yeah, they had another hundred seventy-four points. Lost the first match too, but yeah, yeah. Pat Smith, uh, no, uh, Mark Hall. Yeah, but and I'm I I kind of was in that same same. Vain, you know, I watched him wrestle a handful of matches here during COVID, you know, on these cards, and he looked just like an animal. But well, and 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 of course, he got taken, got thrown right to his back, and so you're down six zero, and then it's then it's tough. But then he ends up getting turned again, kind of a weird tilt, and and uh, but he he did battle back. But yeah, I was I I my jets have cooled a little bit on the Carter Starocki train, but I still think he's going to be really really good. I haven't I haven't got to watch like Penn State's their entire duel yet. I've just watched like I said matches here and yep. there. But I have to think that if they had some guys that or that had COVID, I don't think just in watching I've right. like to watch Roman Bravo Young. I don't think their training has been quite right. Like I don't think their guys are like even close to where they'll be. Right. I, I think that's I think that's exactly right. I mean, I think they had a couple of weeks where they were not even on the mat. I think they're right. out of the out of the room, you know, out of the building. So um, where, yeah, you can put them on a treadmill or do whatever. But, I mean, I'm sure they had to be really careful not to get – I mean, because they – you just can't keep losing 17 days at a time, you know. Yeah. So, you know, I thought – I think, uh, you know, they looked really good at, 
you know, Rome Young still looks good. And, uh, you know, they looked really good at 84. But, I mean, it's, yeah, it'll be interesting. You know, oh, and then you don't have, you know, there's no. Uh, 25 pounder yet. And no Kirk um, No Kirk Vitt yet. No, uh, you know, I think they're still trying to figure out who's going to wrestle 49. Uh, but it, I don't think, I surely don't think we have any, have to worry about trying to decide who's going to win the national tournament i think that's- i'm lightweight so i'm always interested in the lightweights but i think it's really interesting like robbie howard hasn't wrestled mm-hmm. two freshman 125 he's a three-time cadet world team member and you watch some of it i like watching his high school highlight film yep. if you have a chance go watch his semi-final from i believe his junior year in high school it's one of the most insane scrambles i've ever seen in my entire life in a high school match just guys that are just going 100 miles an hour it's like yep. me devil and but so I don't have a gauge like for where he's at. Like, right? Well, they have, yeah, they haven't put a twenty-five pounder on the mat. Yeah, like when I watch when I watch him wrestle that semifinal in high school. Like the other guy he's wrestling is a Division One wrestler, and it was. It, I mean, I yeah, you just don't know where. Like, I think he could be an All American, but you haven't seen him wrestle Folkstyle Collegiate. So right, yeah, I hope I hope that uh, they you know he gets in the lineup here soon. Maybe their next duel. Um, so yeah, it'll be it'll be very interesting, I guess, uh, to see where you know where that comes out. Um, you know, so that was Penn State. I thought the Gophers looked really good out at Rutgers. Uh, wrestled Rutgers and uh, Purdue. Purdue. Yeah. So I thought they looked good there. I mean, they're not. You know, you know, we really you know sitting here with you two guys at those. <laughs> goofy sweatshirts on, but I mean, there's just such a gap between everybody else in, in Iowa. So, um, you know, now of course, Marinelli's out for a while. You'd hope, hopefully he shows back up and, and is, is strong, you know, cause they, they surely didn't have anybody to bring him to back him up. That looks like they could, I mean, not that I'm worried that he's out, out, but you know, it's a COVID deal. So, um, I thought they might try to cut. I thought some people had said that Kennedy wasn't the biggest 74 pounder. I thought they might try to make Kennedy make, weight but if he weighed in at a full 74 that one with a week when he filled, yep. in, filled in for Kemmer I bet his descent plans out of whack right yeah I would think that's probably true but I yeah, he's, he's good. he'll be back for next next Friday I don't know Penn well State if you do the back. math I think he's got 17 days so I I don't I don't think so you know it'll be close I suppose it'll be close depend you don't know exactly when they test but should be um, able to yeah it'll be it'll be close and then but he's probably again been off you know and yeah. Although he's still really good. So, yeah. I mean, it's, he's tough. He's, he wouldn't be very, he's, he would really not be very much fun to wrestle. <laughs> you know, I mean, that would yeah. be, that would be miserable. Um, so yeah, I saw, you know, there was, there was, you know, a fair amount of wrestling to watch. It was good to see Wisconsin wrestle a little bit. Good to see Kyle wrestle. Um, you know, we got, got some, you, you really hope that we can get to see, I mean, there's some some stuff to look forward to, right? We got Michigan. We got to see them back on the mat again. Yeah. Um, haven't seen their full team. I mean, and Mitchell haven't wrestled at all. Yeah, the, well, the whole the whole the whole athletic down, department's right? shut down. So, uh, but but yeah, we haven't seen Amin or, or Michik. Uh Then and then we still, oh yeah, you know, and, and then we got uh, at Oklahoma State. You know, they've looked really good, uh, but I think Dayton Fix is back in their next duel. So. Uh, that well, will be fun to see. Cade Brock, though. Cade Brock. Yep, that's very sad. I really like watching Cade Brock wrestle. Um, I, you know, another season-ending injury. 
you got to wonder how many of those a guy's going to go through before, you know, the towel gets thrown in, you know. Yeah. It's, a, it's as you know, Nate, it, this is, this is, uh, this is a really tough sport and it's really, really hard to do for a, several years at the college level. I mean, it's, it's really tough on a, on a body. And, so. I, and he's had, I think he's had two, two ACLs in the same knee now. So I hate to speculate, but that's probably what it was again. And there, there are guys though, like, I mean, it depends on who you are, throw a big brace on it. I know Joe Latham, this Joe Latham, if you don't know who Joe, I mean, most people that are probably listening know who Joe Latham is, but I believe Joe Latham wrestled the last two or three years, maybe even his whole college career, a couple time national qualifier. Yep. Eyelash away from making the being an all American, and he did not have an ACL like the last few years of his college career. So there's yep. guys, guys that can do it. But. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, there's there's some exciting stuff out there. Uh, uh, the Bison have a have a tri meet this weekend. Is that Sunday, Saturday, or Sunday? Sunday, I think. Sunday. So, um, that was Iowa State and South Dakota State. South Dakota State again. Yep, and Iowa State. So. Uh, division two, um, NSIC got Mary wrestling at Minnesota state, Mankato on Thursday. Oh, these are, I think everything is Thursday nights again this week. So Minnesota, you know, we got Mary at Mankato. Of course, uh, you know, Mary had a, well, you were there, I guess, Nate, crazy duel. Like I would say I would wreck against, uh, Minot. You know, yeah. Yeah. From a Mary uh, alum and fan perspective, I didn't think the duel I couldn't get off to a better start. And then yeah, the real things heavyweight was a it was a good match. They wrestled Emmett Brooks instead of Dom Tudor. Dom Tudor beat Jordan Well the first time. I'd say that was probably a, an upset in most people's eyes. And then they put uh, Emmett Brooks out there and he battled him. He was in on a really deep high crash. I mean, this is where the match was won and lost, and he didn't didn't finish it. But then after that, things kind of fell apart at 25, 33, and 41 a little bit. And it's like, holy cow, this there's still a duel here. And then there was an injury at yeah. the 49-pound match. And the, I think the Minot kid, well, he heard his leg pretty bad. Like, pretty bad. Or, right? Yeah. And that, and there was just, it was just a lot of drama. Like that was, it seemed like that was 30, <laughs> 45 minutes, that whole situation. And then the last match, it, there was injury time again. And there was, couple challenges and it's like oh my goodness it was i think we didn't i think the duel wasn't over till like 9 30 i yeah. want to say started at seven like for a college duel it was nuts <laughs> yep yep there was drama for sure for mm -hmm. sure so um but I, yeah you know i you know talking to uh, coach mikowski tonight it, you know he's excited about the duel with mary he thinks that he thinks that'll be a good deal duel he thinks they'll match up pretty interesting so you know that'll, yeah. be, that'll be fun so, fun i was talking about uh, I don't know if I mentioned his name earlier, but Max Bruss is Mary's 74 pounder. Yep. He is actually, he wrestled 49 as true freshman redshirt last year. Now he's up at 74. Got pretty big. Yeah. But his high he is wrestling his high school teammate, Trevor yep. Turek from Mankato. Right. Trevor, Max was a 45 pounder in high school. I want to say, I don't know what Trevor wrestled, but he wrestled 84 the last couple of years and they're meeting at 174. He said they wrestled a little bit this summer back in Wisconsin, but that'll be really interesting. It will be. Yep. That'll be, that'll, that'll be interesting. I know that, uh, both of them. So yeah, it'll be fun. That'll be a good one. I, I, uh, St. Cloud is, is going at Parkside. Um, Minot States at Moorhead. Hopefully that comes off and awards missed the last two duels. Uh, upper Iowa is going to Augustana. That'll be a battle. 
Uh, and Northern is going to Marshall to wrestle uh, Southwest Minnesota State. So I'm going to think, I think I'm going to make that trek to Marshall five and a half hours or so tomorrow, but uh, to go to that duel. So that'd be, it'll be, that'd be fun. That's it's always good. You know, well, you, you get this, we're a little, everybody's a little gun shy, you know, and you just never know when the last one will be. So gotta, gotta try to get to them when you can. But, so. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, I want to, change up on one thing. I want to ask Nate if he's listened to uh wrestling change my life podcast. Yep. John Smith just came out, binge watched it. <laughs> well, you binge listened. Yeah. Binge listened. Yeah. I watched uh first four episodes and I fell asleep watching the fourth episode on uh the night it came out. And then the next morning I've been getting up every morning and working out with Danny Tanafu in the mornings, uh, six o'clock workout. And I had, we were in the, in the cardio room working out and I was listening to the podcast and I finished it up that morning and it was fantastic. That guy does a hell of a job. He does. Yeah. Ryan does a great job. And it, I was excited for it when it came, you know, coming and that's why, you know, we were, we were, you know, planning on having Ryan on here tonight and we just had a, a scheduling oh. snafu and, uh, and we will get him on. Uh, but it, you know, it's seven episodes and it's, it's must listen. I actually, uh, have listened twice, right? So, <laughs> well, there's just uh, a lot of stuff that they talked about that you know about, like John Smith and Pat Smith in Oklahoma State, that like yep. any other documentary just like glosses over, and you're just kind of like left trying to pick up the pieces. At least that's for me as a wrestling fan, like the whole yep. the, the when they were in and the Oklahoma State was in trouble at the NCAA, and right? Just John Smith losing at the Olympic Games, and all yep. yeah, it was, it was great. Yeah, it's certain parts when I was going through it because I still had the last one left. I haven't quite finished it, so I've got to listen to the last one. I was, I had no time at school today. I was going to try to get one in at school, and I I was going, "Oh man, I got one left." But uh, I was impressed. There was so much of the history. He's such a great storyteller. Yes, where he fits little pieces in um, that I wish I had that skill because you know you can piece things together and so forth. But he he just wraps it so well. I, after the first episode, I had to listen to the next next two like instantly, yeah. and and I I about got myself in trouble trying to get this done. You know, I was going, "What the heck can I do here?" But Me. I I didn't know I knew Iowa and Oklahoma State didn't like each other, but I didn't know it was the Dan Gable tie to it going yeah, back. It's the, yeah, it's the Dan Gable, it's Randy Lewis, you know, saga. And, yeah, uh, I didn't know a lot about that. That's kind of something that seems like it's swept under the rug. Like, and they got they got both sides, Dan Gable, to even talk about it. Which I don't know how many of those guys. John Smith didn't talk, didn't want to talk about it. But right. Most of those yeah. guys probably do not talk about it, and they got him to open up a little bit or give you a little bit into into it, and that was cool. Yeah. No, it was good. Because we had Randy, of course, on here not so long ago. And if I would have known that pre, I might have actually asked him a question. I would but- not have asked him because I do expect to see him someday in person. And I was <laughs> you know would what? not have that down. discussion. Oh, yeah. No, no I would not no, have would, that discussion. I don't think I'd have the Oklahoma side. See, I'm an Iowa guy. Yes. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> I would It'd be interesting. Randy brought like Randy's memory just listening to him that night because I went and re- back and rewatched the podcast. What you could ask him is like, well, do you remember the position? Like, what was the right? They didn't really talk, he would the too. That was what was the position that was in question? Because yep. if I remember right now, based on that on the on the podcast or whatever, right. the series, he didn't really talk about the position that was that was a judgment call. Right. You know, he could probably recollect that. That'd be an interesting yeah. I bet he could. Yeah, yes. I bet he could. And 
And was it really Randy pushing it? Here's what's interesting is I've heard a second story on this, another side, that it wasn't necessarily Randy that pushed it all the way to the court. It was it was his the club that he was with. And oh. so so you think if he's wrestling for the Iowa Wrestling Club, there's right, other he was people, wrestling for the Hawkeye Wrestling Club. Yeah. Right, the Hawkeye Wrestling Club is the one that pushed it. And and he because he had hurt his knee, he wasn't even sure he was going to be able to wrestle it. So he wasn't going to push the issue until all of a sudden he's going, guess what? My knee is good enough. Yeah. And and so well, they had they had they had uh Barry Davis and they had uh their big guys. They had two they had I mean, I could see that because they wanted to get as many guys in that Olympic team as possible. Like so Randy Lewis, gold medal, Barry Davis, silver medal. Who's the guy that I'm missing from New York? Big guy. He he was a gold Bannock. He was Bannock, a gold yeah. and did they have another guy on the team? Did they have another guy on the team in 84? I'm not sure. But I mean, that's like Iowa's best Olympic games ever. So I mean, yeah. if they have a chance to get another Olympian on the team. Right. Yeah, yeah they could it, yeah, it, it yeah, it could have been. I it was, you know, it didn't sound like it was it was Gable pushing it. Um at least, you know, I, I believe what Dan Gable says, right? They told, they called him, said he had to come. I, I'm, I, that's another guy. I'm not going to call a liar. So just I'm yeah, telling Dave, you, Dave Schultz. Oh, Dave Schultz on the team. Yeah, that's not a that's a it, yeah. Oh man, that's yeah. But yeah, yeah, Dan Gable. I feel like he's living when I when he was talking through that. They called me to go to Chicago. I pictured Dan Gable in the wrestling room answering <laughs> answering the phone, and they having to like. Okay, you can't go to you can't go to practice today, and he like doesn't understand why. That's what I had in my head the whole time. Yeah, yeah, no, a great series. I I recommend everybody everybody listen to it. Uh, like you know, said we'll uh, we'll have Ryan on here. I don't know if it'll be next week or when it'll be, uh, but we will have him on. And we'll get a chance to talk to him. Now, if you go back a little further in that in that podcast series, there is a uh, a another. You know, and, and Ryan will will say he, you know, he's a huge fan of the ESPN's Thirty for Thirty, and that's kind of the the vein that he's come in. But he's got a two a two part documentary series on Gable. Okay. So you know, Gable the Goat, and and that's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I listened to that again today, and I also listened listened again to uh, recently uh, to an interview with Lincoln McElroy, which is great. You know, okay. really really good. So, um, yeah, I recommend it. We'll talk about it again. Um, we'll, we'll get, we'll get Ryan on and, and kind of get his, get his feeling and, and really talk about how he goes about that storytelling. He's and, and, and just talk about wrestling now, obviously grew up in a wrestling family. And I know at least he had a, I know he wrestled obviously, and he had a brother wrestled in college. So I think D3, but yep. Great. Well, I was looking at that 84 Olympic team, you know, there were 10 weight classes back then in bring in, it back. Yep, they bring back, it back, yeah. and we won seven of the ten, and we we had two silvers, so we had nine in the finals. Yeah, that's crazy. Wow. Only, only there was 50. one company, one country, I think, that didn't show up. And then, and then we actually got two golds in Greco, and that never happens. Oh, you know, <laughs> that was Jeff, Jeff Lotnick and, yeah. Steve, and Fraser. Steve Fraser and Steve Fraser. Yep, yeah, it helps when Russia doesn't show up, but. Um, <laughs> It does. That was a very, obviously a very good squad. A lot of really good, good guys there. So, oh um, my, yeah, it was fun t- listening to to the, um, like a McAravey interview, and that in and a lot of those interviews, the one with McAravey, the one with Barry Davis, the one with Bannock, 
Uh, those were all part of, you know, his research and doing the, the Gable one. So, but it's fun to listen to the whole macro review one. And he talks about going out to uh, Foxcatcher and spending a couple weeks with Dave Schultz, living in Dave Schultz's house. And, Lincoln? Uh, yeah, in high school. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. He said, yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. He's a, he's obviously someone we need to get on here, but I've missed, I've missed that one. That's, that's when I probably could get a hold of. I, I, yeah. still, I can't stop thinking about that story. Makovsky told a couple, well, probably a couple months ago now when he was on and he, when he was, they were running those camps and they had McElravey was coming to the camps and they had John Smith. Well, what'd you think about, what do you think about that kid? World-class hips, world-class yeah. hips. That's all I can think about Lincoln McIlroy because his balance and his hips are. Yep. Unbelievable. Yeah, that's a. It's a really. That's a, it is a really good one, and he's he's he. You know, when you're talking to people, or you're doing interviews. I mean, you know, people all are at different levels, and and as they share, you know, and and he did. It. He was really fun to listen to, and um, his body, his, his body kind of just like started to. Yeah. Like neckish. His neckish was shot basically because i think he was didn't he go out for the team in 04 too yeah didn't he try to make that team yeah yeah and the, concussions well if there are any um, south dakota people out there listening and you have a chance to you know get a hold of me if you have his information i'd love to get a hold of lincoln that'd be a great one i i bet i bet coach schumacher has his information <laughs> um so yeah one thing and i think it was in the macaravi I don't know. And it could have just been Gable had said it himself. It was one of my, one of the favorite quotes I think I've ever heard. And I know I've listened to the multiple shows before, but you know, everybody, he, he said that, you know, everybody thinks that they uh, will rise to the occasion, you know, when it comes time to, to compete. And, and he said, that's not what happens. We all default to our training. And, and I think a lot of us, you know, a lot of, uh, and a lot of the kids that we've worked with, right? A lot of high school, high school kids and, and, and college kids, it's it, it kind of do the same thing. And I, when they said that, I thought, man, that makes perfect sense, you know? And that was, he was talking about, and, and really what McElroy talked about a lot was, you know, when they pulled him out of red shirt, he was living, he was a true freshman, obviously. And he was living with Troy and Terry Steiner. And they worked out three times a day. So he worked out three times a day. He thought that's what he just did. So when they pulled his red shirt, he was ready to go. Um, but he said he, the next year, he still worked out three times a day with Ter Troy and Terry. And then after that, he said, I couldn't do it anymore. He said, those guys are freaks. He said, it, you know, it's <laughs> some of it's, some of it's just toughness and some of it was body type or whatever. He said, but you know, they, they, they went three times a day every day. It didn't make any difference. So mental toughness. That's crazy. Because yep. even even listen to Smith in his thing and how he's talking, John's talking about how he couldn't go. There were certain times where he's going, "Do I really want to get in that shape again?" You know, yep. you remember that part in that he's going, you know, he he had no money. You know, back then in the nineties, you know, Pat didn't, but John had some because of the shoes and all the other yep. stuff. But that was a great point in that film too. That he went over to that tournament, and I've heard him talk about. I've heard him talk about it before, but or there's been little clips where he's talked about it. But going over and and not winning that tournament in Russia and riding the train all the way back to Moscow and seeing how those guys were living, it's right. like yeah, they're gonna they are gonna fight tooth and nail because if they win a tournament, it means the absolute world to them. So you can't underestimate how hard those guys are gonna fight. So oh, I gotta live at less than a thousand dollars a month in this mm -hmm. tiny little apartment, and so I can learn, you know, be hungry like those guys. That was wow. And then yep. getting up at two a.m. to run the stairs at Gallagher. 
that was pretty cool too. Because yep. the Russians aren't training at two a.m. <laughs> yeah. Well, think about think about uh, you know what the amount of work that he did, and they talk about it, and it's fun to fun to you know it's it's a few years ago, so you kind of forget about it, and you've seen so many things over the years, but the amount of time and effort and amount of work he put into developing that little single series. Losing track of time in the wrestling room. Yeah, just forgot you know, to call his parents. For, yep. Forgot to call his parents for months, a couple months. Right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he he just wanted to specialize in something so unique that he yep. that's all he wanted to do. And and I've I've watched the low single series, you know I have, but it's, it takes a special wrestler. Yeah, it's fast. You have to be fast. You have to be yep. able to get and recover. Um, you know, I still think it would be a great move to incorporate in into somebody's repertoire. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely, it is. Well. Um, it, oh, and, and then think if that doesn't happen, you think, you think Pat Smith wins four NCAA titles? No, I mean, he just, you know, it became, he became, uh, and one thing I guess I didn't even realize, but you know, you know, he wrestled, you know, Pat Smith wrestled Joe Williams in Joe Williams first college match and tech followed him in the first period. Yeah. I, I mean, never Joe Williams. You know, I, I mean, you just think how in the world, you know, Joe Williams is the best. <laughs> wrestler to ever come out of the state of Illinois. I mean, probably, you know, a lot and and Lincoln McAravey said, you know, he Joe wrestling, he had to be very careful wrestling Joe Williams because he was very, very bad for his confidence. He said, and they were, you know, a weight class apart or so. And uh he said it uh, you just did not score very much on Joe Williams. And then and then they said, they said talk about him. Sorry to interrupt you again, Bill, but they talked about Joe Williams, like a lot of those guys, Lincoln McElravy and, and even the coaches there, like they talked about Joe Williams being one of the best wrestlers they ever seen. He just had a hard time had a hard time opening up. Like when he wanted to go, he was one of the best people. I, Eric Guerrero talked about that too on his wrestling change in my life. Like Joe Williams was so good, but they just couldn't quite get him to you know, some guys would if you can win three to zero or three to two, why not? But yeah, crazy. Well, yep. and and the other one I got is I didn't realize our congress congress I'm not our congressman, but congressman that had beat Joe that had beat Smith also at the first his yep. first national championship. I didn't yep. realize that yeah that Jim Jordan was that good. I had right. completely lost. Oh it. yeah, I, yeah, he was, he was champion. champion, but I didn't know he beat Smith. I didn't right. in my head. I invites the wrestler national champions to the White House now. NCA guys, he did that a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, uh, what was the other thing that just brought up? But yeah, that, it just yeah, it just it's so much fun to listen to. It's, there's so much history there. And you're and, talking about you're talking about Pat uh, Pat Smith, the guys Pat Smith wrestled. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else? There was something else that we we were. Oh, I know. It's just you know Randy Lewis talking about you know that. And he said that on here. Oh, yeah, you know, as was, was it? Yeah, John Smith was just, you know, really, you know, it that that one was tough to get a hold of, you know. So yeah, that that had when those be. I don't think I wonder if those matches are anywhere where I could see them, you know, those guys wrestling at the U.S. Open or, you know, in the Olympic, the Olympic ones are on YouTube. I've yeah. watched them. Yeah, yeah, we we'll have to look for those again. <laughs> yeah, fun to watch. It's if you're uh, if you're, and 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 I know we have end up with a lot of people that are you know, haven't been around wrestling their whole lives, you know, that watch these podcasts, watch these shows and, and listen to the podcast. And, and I really recommend, you know, going and listening to some of that stuff and really getting, you can see some history that you don't, you know, you never think of and it great stories. And, and it kind of gives you just a little bit. And there's some, you know, so you, you know, we've got some of these are parents of, of young wrestlers and, and you get a real 
inkling of, of what the sport can do for for these kids mm -hmm. as they're growing up and how important it is to to their lives. I mean, not that not that they're going to be the next John Smith, but the amount of things that they learn uh, through this sport is, you know, immeasurable. Yep. How about, can you explain to me now, I knew Bryant a little bit, another guy you suggested and who we're probably going to have in the near future. Tell me what you know about him. Yeah. Jason Bryant is, is, uh, he's the, uh, OG of, of wrestling podcasting. I, I, I actually would venture to say that if, if there were, if it was not for Jason Bryant, there probably would not be very many wrestling podcasts. If any, he, he hosts, I don't know, 30, I don't know, a lot of them on his site, uh, the Matt Talk uh, Podcast Network. Um, Jason is, he is, uh, you would, you know, everybody sees him in Fargo every year. He he's he used, used, used to work for Intermat, uh, used to work for USA Wrestling. Uh, he's been the uh, the announcer at the D1 Nationals the last couple of years. He's been the, he's always uh, the announcer at the, NAIA national championship. He will be again this year. I talked to him today. Did the Olympic games and the world championship. Did the Olympic games and the world. And he's done the Olympic games. He did the Olympic games in 16 and he has done probably every world championship since, since then. Wow. Um, he is a, uh, you know, a real strong wrestling mind. Uh, not to mention he can pronounce every wrestling name that's ever come out so he's he's kind of a freak that way too but he's a great guy and and uh you know loves the sport wrestled in high school uh but you know the majority of his his world has been you know wrestling media he actually uh runs the you know the wrestling media association uh which was be the you know that would be the award that shane sparks won that award and jordan haslett was you know nominated for the for the broadcaster of the year. That's, that's kind of Jason Bryant's deal. He is a, he is in the wrestling hall of fame. Um, he does work, uh, for the, you know, media association for the hall of fame. So yeah, he's, he's really involved in the sport. Uh, I he, didn't know there was a wrestling media association. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The that's, w, the WMA. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Might have to get into that. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, the other thing, what else? Oh, and I and actually, I would just go to, you know, anybody that looks at podcasts, go to your podcast catcher and look for the Matt, po Matt talk online podcast. And, and you get the, the ability to see podcasts that, and these are all, and I shouldn't say all, cause he will list, you know, podcasts that he is not involved in. And, and I sent him a link to, to ours today. He said, I don't even think I have you guys in the, in the, uh, in the directory. Um, but so he was going to put that in there today, but, uh, well, there's one for, we're doing, we're doing the podcast realm. We've done a lot of the stuff yeah. just on YouTube. Yeah. But, but, uh, so he, uh, you know, he does one for NC state, you know, that he, that he produces, he does one for, um, Virginia tech. Um, oh, I can't remember all of them now, but I know I've, I listened to a lot of them. Uh, he actually did a really great series on uh, University of Little Rock, Arkansas, on the kind of how that program got started. goes back to Pat Smith again. But uh, that's a really good series if you, you know, you, you can kind of search for that in, in, in your well, podcatcher. the first guy that I started to listen to before I had even known Bill. But then Bill, Bill kind of turned the notch up a little bit when he started to mention all these other ones because wrestling changed my life. was like I was, that was my addiction for about a good six months when you first told yeah. me that one. 
Yeah. So I, you know, it gives a, and I, you know, I talked to Jason about that today. I said, you know, man, there's getting to be enough podcasts. I can't have a hard time keeping, keeping up with him. He said, yeah, he said, it's, it's, you know, it's getting that way. And actually he was going to interview uh, Jason Borelli today, the Stanford head coach. So, um, but J- yeah, Jason is, he's a, he's a professional podcaster. I mean, that's what he, that's his, that's his whole, and, and he really likes, you know, he likes beer too. So that's good. Are you guys following? Are you guys following uh, on YouTube, Stalemates? I, I, yes, I started during the Willie trial, so um, he. Yeah, I, don't... I was hesitant to at first, but he, I get a kick out of the guy. Like he said, he it's more of like spoofy, funny stuff, and he's yep. like looking at Twitter beefs, and but you know he's going around to the different college programs too, and he went to Northern Colorado, and he, you get to know some of like. He asked just like silly questions to the athletes that you wouldn't get out of them at like a media day, and it's it's really good. I mean, I've enjoyed it so far. Yeah, it is good. I, I don't. Well, I, I probably that's I'm not as I haven't been as regular, but I definitely have seen a lot of them. Um, you know, he went to Campbell. He went yep. to uh, Northern Colorado. Now he spent he spent a couple. You know, he spent a few days at Little Rock, Arkansas. You know, so you know, yeah. that was yeah. He's 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 fun. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he got in. He he bought a. He's an Iowa State fan, so he bought that uh, Iowa State van, like an old old van, and it's got like blue carpet on the inside. And he interviewed Kevin Dresser in the in the in the stalemates van. They're yep. they, they're going to call the van or the van is going to be named Van Gable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's good. That is a good show too. That's another one I I surely recommend to you know try to. It lighten it up a little bit and fun. He's he's involved. He's going to get bigger all the time. I I have no doubt about that. So that's good. No, I I'm looking for stuff all the time, and I did run across that, and so I am a subscriber. But I think I've only watched one or two. I I forget that I had that, and all of a sudden that's a good one to bring up. It's a real challenge, though, like you say, to try to keep up with all these podcasts and all these YouTube channels. I mean, I don't even yeah. you don't even I doesn't even need much besides. YouTube and uh, the Big Ten Network anymore if you're a wrestling fan. Yep, yep, big, yeah, Big Ten. It, right, yeah. Kind of bummed out that the that Flow doesn't have Big Ten matches anymore, so I had to go back and subscribe to the Big Ten Plus again. So that hasn't been talked about. There must have been something happened there. Right. I guess I, I don't understand what happened, but yeah, I don't know either. I hope it. I hope it comes back because that was nice. Well, it saved me ten bucks a month, so that was good. But, <laughs> I spent $10 a month way worse than that, though, I promise you. Oh, yeah. Definitely. No, so I tell you what, is there, uh, I'm trying to think of some other, I had something else on my list, but all of it had to do, my whole prep today was for our, yeah, for our guest for tonight. Ryan, yeah. Um, I will say this, we, 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 you know, we had, uh, you know, of course, we had Terry Steiner on, we talked about women's wrestling. Next weekend, 13th and 14th, they're having the Captain's Cup. So that was, uh, that's an all women's event. It kind of goes back to similar to the RTC cup. So you have, a I don't remember, it might be six teams, um, that, that you had, they picked six captains, women, women captains, and they, and they drafted their team and they will have a bunch of duels. That'll be on the 13th and 14th of February on flow wrestling. So that'll be kind of fun to watch a lot of those really top notch women from around the country, uh, battling. And then, I just, I don't know, Nate, if you caught onto this, but they're having another, um, I think they're calling it the America's Cup, but it's going to be a bunch of uh, senior level athletes wrestling duels again. Oh, really? Yeah, I I think, and it's like, 
it's coming up fairly quick, and it might even be during the week. It America's might be America's Cup. Is that what they want to call it? I didn't get a chance either to watch uh, uh, University of Pennsylvania or Penn RTC had their wrestling. I didn't get a chance to watch it. You know, it was yeah, that was it was. Mark Hall, uh, got, beat. Mark Hall got beat, and so did Vincenzo Joseph. Yeah, yeah. On yeah. February tenth and eleventh is that America's Cup? It says tenth eleventh. Yeah, I was thinking it might. Yeah, it's like next. Is that next, on flow? It's on. It will be on flow. Yep. It's yep. being sponsored. I think both by uh, USA. I think mostly USA Wrestling, but maybe Titan Mercury also. Uh, yeah. But I haven't really been able to look at a ton of you know who's going to be there. But it sounds like you know a lot of the top athletes will be there. You know, people getting down to weight, and so that'll be that'll be uh, that'll be fun. $60,000. Yeah. They're paying out, paying out to the, to the athlete. So, um, yeah, I can't, I did read the, how the breakdown was, but it doesn't matter. They're, you know, they're getting paid to, to go and scrap and you could about imagine the guys that'll be there, right. The same guys have been, you know, sticking their head in the ring, you know, for the last six months. So, um, Nate Jackson looked really, he looked really good against Mark Hall. Mark Hall had a chance to win that match and gave up a takedown at the end, which is one of those things that doesn't usually happen. Uh, but he is definitely, uh, he's undersized, I guess, at 86 kilograms, but it was not even 80. It was a little bit bigger than that. So um, if that's actually at straight flat, you know, 86, that might've been a little bit different match, but I don't, you know, uh, that's Mark Hall's first match since big tens. Uh, Nate Jackson's wrestled, more than any human on the planet. And that is an actual fact that's, yeah. it's been researched. Um, so, so the last 12 months he's wrestled a lot. So, and he didn't care who he wrestles. He'll wrestle him at 220 pounds or 185 pounds. He wrestled everywhere. So, and he's been fun to, fun to watch do it. But um, yeah. And, and David McFadden beat Vincenzo Joseph. Um, Chandler Rogers came out and wrestled a great match. Looked really Really good. He was actually was that Greco uh, or freestyle? It was freestyle. Okay. Yep. Yeah. But there was a big throw at the end for it looked like Greco. But I think that got him an extra couple hundred bucks from stalemate. So he had a they had a little Twitter bet for him. If he if he got a if he got a big throw, he they were gonna pay him to it. He was wearing a stalemate singlet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so that was fun. Then yeah, it's kind of interesting to see those guys. You know, a lot of like like Chandler Rogers. You know, he jumped on a plane, right, head right back because he's an assistant coach at at Ar- Little Rock, Arkansas, and they had a duel the next day, so they were hustling back. And uh, Brandon Ashworth wrestled from Wyoming, and he jumped on a plane, got back to watch the guys wrestle uh, Wyoming. Re- and, pardon me. Who did he wrestle? Who did he wrestle? He wrestled. It was it a, was, was it a pen guy or a pen guy? Yeah. He he wrestled Dan Valmont. He did wrestle Dan Valmont. Yes. And, uh, and Dan Valmont is, uh, Ashworth did looked really good. You know, Valmont's a, obviously a pretty seasoned vet and, and, uh, yeah, Ashworth looked really good. Looked good on his, you know, just lived on his legs and finished takedowns. Nice. He looked really good. I, I was pretty, he was, you know, always, you know, pretty good, but you know, when you see a guy that's kind of, you know, you don't think of when you're thinking about who's going to make the Olympic team. You know, it's not one that you that pops up. And I, and you know, he's going to be at 86 kilograms. He's not making the Olympic team, but but he looked really good. You know, he's going to just. I don't even know if he'll be in the. You know, he's. You know, a lot of these guys will have to have to go to the last chance qualifier, including Mark Hall. Including, yeah, USA Wrestling hasn't really clarified who. I think I'd like to see 
see another list of who's qualified and and and, and kind of who's not, and then how how they're going to seed that tournament, which is less than well, it's a little over two months away. Are they taking into account just like uh, U.S. Open and U.S. Nationals results, or are they going to take into account all these okay, fifty-seven kilos plus three events? And I I would not want to be USA Wrestling. I mean, it's got to be a challenge to seed those tournaments in a right. normal situation but now there's going to be a lot of beefs there yeah i i don't know you know to me i feel that you know if if uh, seth gross and 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 thomas gilman russell at 57 plus three or whatever that's still a match you know i mean that's and if you go to these tournaments in they're, you know, they're, in, plus, they're plus they're all plus two plus three i mean it's it shouldn't make any difference it's freestyle wrestling and you know, I I think that I don't care if it happens on a you know on a roof in Chicago or in a ballroom in Austin. The only thing is some some of the officiating in some of these has been somewhat spotty. If you you mean you've watched them some of them, like I guess I haven't watched. You've probably watched more of the matches. I just follow the results, but I guess some of the officiating has been spotty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, that happens at the NCAA level too. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's an absolute crapshoot. So I've, whether it's, and I think it happens at, well, it might happen in high school too, <laughs> but yeah, it is. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's iffy. So, um, yeah. Uh, what else there's, Oh, you know, I guess the other thing I, we kind of talked a little bit about last week, uh, but the flow has uh, their new flow film out the toughest NCAA bracket of all times. That's um second episode today it's, now it launched it today i have not seen it yet though i watched no. i watched the second episode on my lunch hour oh you did watch. <laughs> oh you did watch okay yeah i have not seen it yet so you're you're way ahead of me again um it's hard uh, it's hard to beat bill on something that's pretty good nate yeah well today yeah i did watch last week the first episode and i watched it before we came on the show but this week i, I was i was so i was kind of yeah it was winterizing trying to get everything cleared up so i can Hit the road tomorrow. And go try to watch a wrestling match in person. But um, <laughs> no, I, Doug, you know I do way more than wrestling during the week. See, yeah. I, he knows the facts, um, but it's hard to tell that. I think at times it's I called multitasking. I don't, sleep. I don't sleep, so I'm starting to get bags under my eyes from. <laughs> yeah. No, I, hey, I, you know, the, the sport is, I just love the sport. It's in my blood. I, I love to hear much, as much about it as I can. I, I, uh, you know, if I'm out, you know, if I'm, if I'm on the exercise bike or I'm riding bike in the summer or I'm, or I'm out doing chores, I got earbud, ear, earbuds in and I'm listening or if I'm driving, driving around, I'm listening to stuff. So it's, well, it's, well I want to give Bill some congratulations. I'm stepping him up to the next ranking. You know, he's, he's going from, general podcaster to announcer he gets to do some commentary at the state wrestling tournament i got him in with jordan hasler to help out with the b so that's going to be new for him and i think it'll be, be great i, I want to congratulate you bill because i asked and he he came back and he was excited so yeah that'll it's i'm excited it'll be fun i i hopefully i don't make a fool of myself but i've, I've seen <laughs> i've you seen know, a lot worse i've seen I, I well no maybe i'll do it maybe i'll be the worst i've seen enough bad stuff out there that drives me crazy but yeah, I. That's one of those things, you know, Nate. You, I know you see it, you know, watching Big Ten Plus and seeing some of these, these uh, announcers we have come on, and you 
don't know what happened. But Kyle Berwick, Edinger, North Dakota. <laughs> so far, and then that's about all they can keep saying. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, no, that'll be fun, John. I appreciate you, you throwing my hat in the ring there, and and uh, I look forward to forward to doing that. I think it'll be a lot of fun. I think you know we'll be. It sounds like we'll be doing the Class B uh, individual finals and the and the duels finals. So, yep. There's a couple I, things that can drive me away from the job that I'm doing right now. One of those would be winning the lottery. Another would be getting asked to be a commentator for by Big Ten or Flow Wrestling or something like that. I mean, that would be the life. Yeah, I've seen Nate do a really good job doing commentating at uh, some merry matches. Yeah, I used yeah. I, well, I blew my knee out and I had to redshirt. And I did all the matches that one year. It was a lot of fun with Colin Englehart and Trevor Johnson. Yeah, yeah, I I I remember I remember that. That was you did a good job. You know, I will say this: talk about doing a good job. A couple of Dakota's wrestlers. Um, for a long time, obviously, uh, Rich Vogelai did all of the TV commentating down for Northern on the matches. But last year, Paxton Muse from Jamestown and and uh, Josh uh, Moore from Aberdeen, both both uh, former Northern wrestlers, started doing the broadcast down there. And man, they did a nice job. They really did a good. You know, they obviously very knowledgeable, knew all the kids pretty good, so that helped. But um, they did a really good job. I I was I was. I was happy they did it, and, and uh, I think Rich was happy to have a little break doing it too. But yeah, they, well, I tell they, you what, I got Paxton in last year with me in the Class A, and Paxton okay. helped me do some of the Class A side, and and we yep. had a new guy, the other guy that usually broadcasts with Beck. He's a hockey and basketball guy, so okay. he needed just a little bit of help. I'm thinking, and having a second guy, yeah. I said, "Guess what? Let's get two in, and you just." You just do the TV stuff. That you gonna, <laughs> are you gonna? Is he? Get, are, is Paxton gonna do it again in the A side with you again oh, this year, John? Or just high school activities association is kind of limiting what we can do for total number of how can you say media people? So I haven't got the complete word yet. I've already got the okay. He can do it, but I haven't got okay from high school activities association. So having him having him do it, I still am waiting. So if his dad is, I've talked to him and his. And if he's listening, which he does, he gets on later. I promise I'll get a hold of you here very shortly. And I know you'll come and watch your brother anyway, Russell. Yeah, it's be interesting if his brother makes a state finals commentating his brother's state finals match. <laughs> You'd have to get tagged out because I tell you what, he was pretty excited. Just like when Jack's <laughs> wrestled, I can't. I I need to I need to tag out so someone else can broadcast during those. I can't figure out how to settle myself down and just mention what's going on. I have to. I'll figure yeah, that out. Person sitting next to you, I think that'd be hilarious. You guys should do it together. One of these <laughs> well, I had Ursula help me just a little bit with the JV matches the other day, last do time, it. and I, and and we we laugh at one of our parents, Jeff Ursula, means well and everything, but he he comes up with stuff and he yells out, "Do it, do it!" So they make T-shirts out of it and all the other stuff. So it's it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah definitely. Got to like the characters out there for sure yep. yeah okay well i tell you what i'm just waiting a couple more minutes we have a couple more if the south dakota coaches still hop on they they have their like i said south dakota high school coaches association meeting zoom meeting tonight started at 8 30 and so they started even a little later but he was thinking that maybe a little bit after nine somebody might be able to hop on but if not we'll we'll have him on later this week i just want to hear what they're doing for south dakota and what's changing with them have have you guys yeah, you uh, heard? Uh, I was I was I actually have. talking to Minnesota, 
and and they're they're still figuring things out but oh i bet you know there's one thing i i i've thought of and and i'm sure i'm not the first one but you know we got all these junior high kids and 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 jv kids but but see is do you think there's a chance that we will see and i know a lot of the usa wrestling tournaments obviously are in are an age group right so they go cadets and juniors and everybody gets a shot uh, but do you think that some of these other uh, youth tournaments that are around, you know, think we have a chance of seeing some of them put a, you know, a seventh and eighth grade divisions, you know, in, in some of those tournaments, uh, I, I can use, you know, Carrington as an example. And I have not talked yeah, to anybody. Wrestle, and then they wrestle freestyle, you know, two of those cadets. Right. Team. Right. But it'd be nice for a lot of these kids that, have, you know, I mean, a lot of these, I mean, Napoleon always had his tournament and Harvey has a tournament and, Carrington and I don't know if they're all having tournaments this year. I know that Carrington is having a dual tournament and an individual tournament. Uh, but if we could get these, you know, maybe that would be a place we could get some of the kids, even if they're folk style. Maybe it would be best if they're folk style matches. They haven't yeah. wrestled five matches all year, you know. And well, uh, the thing we see is most people wait till after the wrestling season because there are some seven days beers that get some time varsity wise, and maybe it's a shame because there aren't a lot of them. They should probably be getting some matches, but but they kind of wait. And uh, just to mention that, I don't know if anybody else caught that, but Monday we did the first Monday Mat Pack matchup, and that yeah. was a that was a huge success. Uh, Mandan came over and had not quite a full team, but had some extras. Had two teams put together, but Mat Pack kind of filled in the other spots, and they dueled each other. And if you guys don't know, Mat Pack is, was willing to challenge anybody that wanted to come, and so they scheduled four Monday night matchups that would go live on YouTube. We had five hundred people watch it that night um plus we've had several since plus we have several it was live on buffalo at buffalo wild wings at a couple other places in town the sports page and trying to think but they said it was on half the televisions and the people were cheering it was it was great they said it yeah was great i saw that i forgot to talk about that i i'm excited about those those are that's pretty and cool. so we will have i think they're booked up for the four that they had scheduled i think they got minot coming in next on the 15th and then on the First, I think they have Dickinson, and then maybe uh, Jamestown. They might bring a couple teams in one of those, or 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 Jamestown might come during the Carrington. Carrington is scheduled to come for the fifteenth of, okay. yep. of of March. So those are the four and Monday night matchups, and just get duels and get those kids some matches. And so I thought it was it was great. The parents can't be there. That's it's kind of sad in that sense, but yet they'll watch it live. On on YouTube and at different locations, and it was kids had fun. And that yeah, that's great. Boat. Yeah, I see. You know, and there's a lot of tournaments around South Dakota. Um, Tech team has a tournament this weekend that's sold out, filled up in 30 minutes. Um, so there's a lot of hunger, obviously, for for kids getting matches. And um, yeah, it's the that season is going to kick off, and I hope we have a pretty good, you know, pretty good run of it. I think these. I don't. I don't. I'm not. Still not a believer. The kids got to get. 40 matches a year when they're you know in third or fourth grade but but they all want to go out and compete they all want to that 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 traveling you know you say you, you take a kid and you take them to bismarck and spend the day and go you know get three four matches and you know go get a dilly bar and and uh, have a big think, what's go ahead, that go ahead i still think like when i started wrestling this is a long time ago but it used to be like you 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 made a so you, made you started wrestling a long time ago yeah, yeah, yeah. Close to fifteen years ago, but anyways, when when we used to do that, there was the dual tournament was always the night before, 
So everybody would stay over in Minot and Dickinson, and it was like a, and there's probably four dual tournaments, and there's the state dual tournament, but that's how you became friends, and that's how your parents got to be so close. And now it's not not really quite the same because there's nothing those they're not overnight trips anymore. It'd be cool at least like bring back like even if it was just two of those, you know, you, you know, those yep. were the those, that those were the times when I look at youth club wrestling. Those were the fun most fun times because it was a whole it was a whole weekend out of it, you know. Yep, Darrington, North Dakota, coming up in a few weeks. You got dual tournament on Saturday, individual on Sunday. So yeah, that's what we look forward to. Definitely. Well, I tell you what, I'll actually just gonna if you guys don't mind, I'll wrap it up tonight. Yep. And just say, hey guys, we're at this hour place, and and we'll come on again. I tell you what, we'll be next Wednesday. We have a great person coming on. He runs the Wrestling uh, Change My Life podcast. He's planning on Wednesday, so um, then we'll probably have several other people. I do have Ray. I have uh, Dan Gable on the hook sometime in the near future. Um, really. That, yeah. That's, you didn't tell me this, John. I've seen you like three oh, times. <laughs> I know. So, so that that is still on on the line because he's he's still in Florida, but that's one that's just now we got to just find the right time to do it. And so it's kind of weird because the way it almost looked like it would be state tournament Wednesday, but usually that state tournament Wednesday, I'll be probably heading to Fargo. You know, I, I could stop in the middle of the way Jamestown and start interviewing them from there. Yeah, yeah, but my breaking news, but we're not leaving Wednesday night anymore this year. I guess they're having us go Thursday morning. Yeah, that won't work for Cosby. Yeah, because they start yeah, super early. Works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, the class A teams like really. Nice. Well, but, yeah, they're but the coaches will be going because they got to go to the meeting. No, nope. there is there isn't a coaches meeting. There is, but what? we don't apparently need don't need to go to the coaches meeting. <laughs> yeah. yeah well oh my that's that's horrible yeah breaking news i guess you uh ride a bus all day long to go to go to williston and you wrestle on that day and this that and the other two less hotel expenses but yeah it's gonna it'll be uh this is the accumulation of the year and they don't pay for the hotel rooms 99 of the time anyway the, the club does you know, if you want anything extra, you know, that's why does, why does Bismarck High stay at a better hotel? It's because their wrestling club pays for the extra and everything else. Yeah, we don't get, they actually choose the hotel for us, but then their booster fee pays for the hotel rooms. Right. I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah it's just a different year. You know, I, I, I was I was talking to Lamar about this today. We were going back and forth. We found out about that. And it's like, I'm a routine person. So every year you can count on, this is going to happen in this order at the state tournament. And like the more you go to a tournament, whether it's the, you know, the, you know, when you're in college, the regional tournament or the national tournament, this is how it's run. So you know what to expect every time you go to the tournament. And this year it's, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be adjustment for me as a coach. So I, it's, I have, I mean, the kids will, it'll be an adjustment for some kids. Some kids will take it in stride, but it's definitely going to be, it's definitely going to be different. So that makes no sense because there's some about being there early at the state wrestling tournament and well, warming class, up. And doing... Class A weighs in at 1.30. We're not allowed in the Fargo Dome until 12.30. So get up in the morning on, on Thursday morning and get a workout in, go shower quick, get on the bus, and uh, yep. go to Fargo. So. That's, that's kind of sad. I, I still I, I wouldn't be happy as, as a parent, as somebody that, guess what, this is the accumulation of the year, and you're supposed to be, oh. I know people 
Some people believe in the sleeping in your own bed. I don't. Yeah. I, my wrestlers, like when it was in Bismarck, um, it's not the same. Like the Rotary Tournament versus we going to Fargo to the Rumble of the Red. Your team, you don't have the team camaraderie. You don't have all the things that you should have. We did that my senior year too, just like uh, my senior year in high school, and I think it helped a lot just to get like, uh, you know, you, you the state tournament was usually – well, it was in – it was in it was Fargo, Bismarck, Fargo, Bismarck. That's when they were still having it in Bismarck. And, uh, you know, you get family that comes to watch when it's in Bismarck, and they're staying overnight at your house, and then people are up, you know, visiting, and it's like you need to get to bed. Well, my, my parents and some other parents, Century parents, brought it up that year and asked our coaches, this is Lamar and Rao and – and the different coaches at uh, at Century, can we, like the kids that want it, can we rent a hotel room? So they just get shuttled back, or a couple hotel rooms, just get shuttled back so you guys can, uh, you know, check them into the hotel and they just relax like they're with their buddies. And that's what we did. I don't remember who I roomed with, but there was probably a good half the kids chose to stay at home. And I was one of the kids that chose to stay at the hotel. And that was great because after the tournament was over, it just went back and you totally unplugged. Uh, right. I, I, I mean, I agree. It's uh, it's different, you know. I, I kind of want, you know, checking into a hotel, just getting settled, all that stuff. But it'll be what it'll be. So, <laughs> I, I I guess you're not the boss. Nope. <laughs> That's it. Oh, right. Hey, I I should mention a couple of things. We were talking about Region Two, um, just to button up. But you know, we did see some great matchups there. Um, one versus two type matchups, at least in the rankings. I don't know, you know, who they still get to wrestle with the state tournament, I think. But um, at 126 pounds, we had a one versus two, and and uh, Hinkle Hinkle uh, got another win over Dukeshire, but that's that's a one versus two. Those two should see each other later in the year. Uh, 145, we had Jace Horgan and and uh, Breck and Lura had not wrestled yet this year. They were both undefeated, and and uh, Brecken came out on top of that one. And then at 220, Doug Retzloff made me think of it when I saw his name down there. Uh, Bo Retzloff uh, wrestled uh, Pembina County, um, Pembina County kid that was, you know, I think you know they were one and two and they hadn't seen each other um, in the duels Bjornstead. Um, so and and Bo, you know, came out on top of that one with a pin at, at the end. It was a tough match. It was a good match, really, really good match. So at 220 pounds, so. So we got to see see some really good action there uh, with some, you know, even within the region, this kind of a weird year where you had kids that were, you know, ranked highly that haven't seen each other all year. So, so that was, that was fun to see at that tournament. You know, it was, it, like I said before, you know, I kind of was joking. It looked like a, any other regional tournament, but it was different in the sense that we saw, you know, some guys that were ranked one and two in the state in the same region, hadn't seen each other all year. So yeah. that was kind of fun, kind of fun to see. So they, they had a, they, you know, Pembroke County North got one, and and Carrington got a couple, and and then this weekend we're going to have a couple duels. Uh, Carrington is going to duel Valley City on Saturday, and West Fargo, uh, West Fargo in both, West Fargo yeah. and Valley City. So, yeah, one more thing. I guess I thought about the results too, and New Salem had a little duel tournament. Oh, uh, that was their regional duel, so we had those kind two. of. But St. Mary's was there, and Velva was there too. Yep, really? and Velva. Yep, and so St. Mary's lost to Velva in a duel. Oh, okay, but, right. But then, New, but then New Salem just walloped Velva in the duel, and so kudos to New Salem. They'll be in the mix. I tell you what, yes. they'll be they'll be strong enough all the way around that they could do some damage. Oh, Bill, this is that's a Holstein multiple, but on the on Friday night they actually had their regional duel. So okay. yeah, 
right. I forgot about that. They did do both. So, so go ahead. So South Border beats Lisbon in a dual. Is that how does South Border do in the individual tournament? How do they? How do, do they have any enough forces to keep it close? In a like, big tournament like the state tournament, they surely could. I, I think. Surely. I think. I think that the. Uh, I just yeah. haven't. I haven't seen South. I don't know what South Border is. They're very really good. They're very solid. So, okay. um, you know, they, Lisbon did beat them in the regional tournament. You know, they're, okay. they're well, the Napoleon regional. last chance. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which happened to be very similar to the regional tournament. Although they did have uh, Deluxe Burlington, I think, was there. Okay. Uh, but, uh, you know, Lisbon came out on top. And Lisbon's really solid. But uh, there is enough kids out there, you know, that'll sprinkle in from Carrington, uh, New Salem. South border that's going to spread those points out a little bit. You know, you were talking about the scoring record, you know, you know, the 2016 Carrington team got the scoring record in class B. Um, Napoleon had it forever. And then Carrington got it, broke the record in 15 and broke it again in 16. And I started thinking about that the other day with this 32, 32 man brackets and, and lots of pins in the first round. And I, Holy man, that one could be, that one could be in danger also. But I do think that there's enough, separation you know that there's there's enough good kids uh from a lot of schools that it, you know, i do i i, I, I think is the favorite i but, don't think yeah. the record to be touched yeah so 40 points yeah so but lisbon lisbon i think is, is still the favorite but i do i do think that they're you know when you get bigger tournament that's when things kind of spread out right. a little bit so, that's i just didn't know what south what south, south border is very good they're going to be uh, they're going to have a number of finalists. Uh, they're going to have, they're going to be cool. tough. Cool. Yep. Be fun. Yeah. I could see, you know, a couple other teams we haven't got to talk about Velva. I was going to try to get our bar stool. He's the bar stool guy on, on, on there and get, get him to talk a little about Velva. That's another team we haven't talked about much and they they got some salty kids. Um, yep. I know Williams County has got a couple of salty kids up there. Um, Delax yeah. Burlington has a couple, but it, it's really spread out. Pembina County could surprise some people too. I think they were outside the radar kind of at the beginning of the year. They knew they'd be good, but they'll be in the mix for, you know, you try to think of those top six teams or so that get in the trophy. state, it's it's going to be a battle. And, and Lisbon has to put it together. Nobody can take stuff for granted to win it. I think they're the favorite, but. but right. Yep. Yep. So. Yeah, though, we got to go and wrestle them. So. And we don't get to watch it. <laughs> That's one of my favorite parts. That's one of my favorite parts too. Like when I was an athlete, Dean Shear was kicking me out of the bat. I was peeking around. Dean Shear, get out of you know, you know. Yeah, got to go back to the team area. That was my favorite part of the state tournament. You get to watch. Oh, this is the class B kid that they've been, talk, you know, yep. been talking about, and don't get to see that this year, even on the coaching side. Those right. screens that you hear on the class B. Yeah, side, and there's a big upset. We'll be back at the hotel. Well, yeah. it could be could be quiet in the class A, because class B brings the fans. I don't know. It's, it's my prediction. We're going to have a couple yeah. fans there compared to class B. I'm curious to see what the actual like set, what the setup looks like too with 12 mats and the team camps are going to be up in the bleachers. On it's going to be. I don't know if it's going to look more like the rumble on the red or what what the what it's going to look like. Or I guess I don't know. I agree, Tony. You're so right on the separation. Because guess what? I don't know how they couldn't run it on two different sides at the same time. You could have the class B. Fargo Dome's big enough. Look at what they do for the junior nationals. You yeah. could have the class B on the far side and have the class A on the other. And I don't see why you couldn't. 
Yeah. I guess you could buy two sets of tickets, but (laughs) expensive weekend too from price tickets. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's, that's, that's a challenge. Yeah. Okay. Well, we went another 19 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) I know we can talk. Yep. We could definitely. And one thing I want to talk about too, before I forget, like, sorry, this is the rest. No problem. Like I'm scouring YouTube and the podcast all the time, but you know, I was always, there's not a lot of Troy and Terry Steiner stuff besides like their coaching technique. There's, it's just at that time where there's not a lot of film of their college matches and there's stuff like when they're training for the Olympics post collegiate that are on there, like their NCAA finals are out there, but I had never seen the Troy Steiner versus Kerry Colat uh, big 10 finals match from Troy's senior year. I found that one out there and there was another match that Terry wrestled. There's some cemetery cemeteries matches against, uh, Kevin Jackson's younger brother. Uh, I can't think of his name right now. Torre. Yeah. Th- some of those are starting to make their way out there. So if you're a North Dakota wrestling fan interested in watching some more minor yeah. uh, stuff, I-, I just found it like a week and a half or two weeks ago, and I'd never seen it before. And I scoured the web for a long time trying to find some of that stuff, and I just found it. So that's cool. I think it would be another thing that would be good for coaches to do is try to influence your wrestlers on watching some. Go watch some other wrestlers. I pick up so much stuff when I'm watching other people wrestle, and I think they could benefit from it. You can learn a lot by you can learn a lot by watching. You can also learn a lot by you know your if you have showing technique too. I think you can learn a lot by having your young kids show technique. Oh, absolutely. Yep. And that's yep. that's that film watching. You talked about that before, Bill. You know, yeah. your, your son and you would watch it. And- we watched a lot just watching wrestling. Just, you know, you see a lot of stuff, and then all of a sudden maybe something pops out that you think you should go try or work on. or And that's, you know, that's, uh, I don't, you know, Je- Jeff Schumacher told us, you know, if you're not watching an hour a day, you're not serious about the sport. Yeah. You can get down a rabbit hole pretty easily, too, yeah. and you can start to find your favorite wrestlers. Oh, this guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, Kerry Colott's one of them. Man, that's been a lot of fun to watch Watch a lot of his matches. I mean, you, I watched that match, and Troy Steiner had to dig very deep to win that match against uh, Kerry Cola that Kerry Colott at the big yeah. – it went overtime. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then uh, Aaron Larson last week, what did he say? He enjoyed the, the boys going to the national tournament with him. Yep, and watching the yep. and, and it's kind of their, their family – boy bonding time or whatever i thought that was pretty cool too yep oh, definitely all right okay Sounds guys. great well we're gonna call it a night but i tell you what we'll be on again in a short short amount of time just keep going out promoting the sport guys uh keep going over if you guys are new uh go over to youtube catch some other people watching you can actually subscribe to Coda grappler you can hit the bell you can get notifications besides this being on facebook you know facebook gets a good little crowd but i'd like a little more over on youtube there's a lot of people we've interviewed, guys. Go back and watch some of those. There's some great, great gems out of some of the guys we're having on. Thanks again, Nate. I do appreciate it. And we'll visit some more wrestling. You know it. And, Bill, let's just – we'll visit yeah, I here. Can't, I can't yep. say no whenever you ask me to do this. I yeah. <laughs> well, here's the Good. crazy thing, Nate. I, I was going kind of through my list, and I emailed quite a few South Dakota coaches, and I found about their meeting. And right away I said, guess what? I need to just get some flavor on there. Nate knows his college. Some stuff going on, and I love you it. Try to, you should. Are you guys planning on doing a show like in the summer, like every two or three weeks? Like, there's going to be enough stuff going on this summer. You could probably make a show, get it, keep it going. 
you know, it's really hard to get John off the golf course, but we should, but last year COVID hit. And I think yeah. we both, we, we all went into a coma. Yeah. And, with, uh, the Olympics, yeah. with the Olympics and all that stuff. This, well, this, this year's huge. There's no reason we can't. And I, yeah. I think it's oh, good. Yeah. Hopefully everything goes great. We have an Olympic time. We have a, we have a, we have an Olympics. We have Fargo happen again. And those are all things that I, you know, want to want to watch. Talk about the cadet and junior world teams, all that stuff is yep. fascinating. Well, those are the next wave of guys that are going to be good. So, for some of that, Nate, that'd be great too. I'd appreciate yeah, it. I'd like that. So okay, yeah, we will. We will do that, guys. Good. Thank you again. You guys have a great night, Dakota Grappler. Catch you in there. Thanks for joining us. You've been listening to Dakota Grappler Live, your source for wrestling in the Dakotas. Check us out and subscribe to our webpage and YouTube channel at dakotagrappler.com. Now go promote wrestling.